Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and delighted that you've been able to tune in with us yet again today. Now, before we do get into today's top stories, don't forget to like this video, subscribe to the channel, and give us an old share on social media if you can. If you like listening to us on a podcast player, just check out the link below down in the description. That'll take you to a website showing all the various players that the show is available on. And finally, if you're interested, if you get some kind of value to the show and you'd like to make a donation, pop down to the buy me a coffee link and you can uh, do all that from that section. But anyway, well, 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 folks, we've got ourselves a doozy of a story out of Pechaburi today. It appears that a man has gone on a shooting rampage, causing absolute chaos and death devastation in his wake. But fear not, dear listeners, for justice has prevailed. The perpetrator has been neutralized by the brave actions of the local Thai police force. Now, we don't know all the details just yet, but what we know is that a man was clearly a danger to himself and others. His actions were senseless and unforgivable, and the authorities had no choice but to act swiftly in order to protect the innocent bystanders caught in his crossfire. And now during this, three people were killed and three were injured. It's moments like these that remind us of the vital role that the Royal Thai Police Force plays in keeping our community safe. We owe a debt of gratitude to those officers who put their lives on the line every day to protect and serve. Let's hope that this tragic incident serves as a wake-up call for us all. We need to be vigilant and proactive in identifying and addressing the warning signs of mental illness and other forms of instability before they escalate into acts of violence like what happened today. But for now, let's take a moment to honour the lives lost and to commend the bravery of those who stepped up in the face of danger. Rest in peace to the victims of this heinous act and thank you to the heroes who brought the perpetrator to justice. And that story is in relation to a shooting that has gone on for the last 15 hours in Pechaburi province. It was brought to an end by the Thai police who put themselves in the line of fire to protect those around them. Now we do talk about corruption a lot here in the show within the Thai police force. And there has been a number of stories this year that have come out showing the police force in very poor light. But as I said, it is moments like this that makes us and should remind us why we do have a police force and that there are good people out there who are prepared to save other people's lives and those people can be found in the Royal Thai Police Force. Now moving along to the next story, Knock Air Veteran to launch a new carrier. And this is good news for, you know, travelers and tourists coming to Thailand because we do need more airlines and we do need more competition. Amidst the Thai tourism recovery, airline veteran Patti Saracen is setting up a new long-haul carrier with venture capital, starting with four wide-body aircraft and a goal of 70% foreign passengers. Mr. Patti, he's the chief executive of Really Cool Airlines, said the carrier is in the process of obtaining an air operator certificate and an air operating license from the Civil Aviation Authority of Thailand, with both expected to be issued in September to allow an inaugural flight in December. I would like to help bring tourists to Thailand and change the aviation industry through innovation and technology, he said. By marketing really cool airlines as a full-service lifestyle carrier, Mr. Patti said its service will range between premium and low cost. The carrier plans to start with two leased Airbus A330TO planes this year, adding two more jets at the beginning of 2024. The company's potential routes comprise of Japan, Australia, the UK, France and China. Staff recruitment is projected to start in June, while the airline is working on details such as pricing strategy and revenue projection. Mr. Petit said the airline will focus solely on international routes to avoid the highly competitive domestic market, which is expected to be more intense when local tourism returns to normal levels. 
And I think this is um, really positive step for airlines here. And as I said, more competition is what's needed to drive down the prices. Now, I don't know whether folks, you guys have been out there looking at prices and intending to travel internationally, but I can tell you right now, the prices of flights, for example, now, as I live in Phuket, I'll discuss Phuket itself. Flying from Phuket to any really Southeast Asian or Asian country at the moment is very expensive. Phuket Airport also has lost an awful lot of direct flights to the likes of Japan. And when I talk about Tokyo and Osaka, you used to be able to fly direct to Taiwan, that's gone. Um, there's other flights to Bali are gone. There's a lot of flights. Phuket has become less connected post-COVID, and it's a great shame. And then the price of flights, when you do find flights that are available, are two to three times the price they were before COVID. And it's really become quite ridiculous. One of the reasons I enjoy living here in Phuket was that connectivity to other parts of Asia. I mean, if you want to fly to Ho Chi Minh City, it's an hour and 30 minute flight. Cheapest flight I can fly or find in low season is 8,000 baht, which I think is expensive for an hour and 30 minute flight in Southeast Asia. And the prices have significantly increased. I've seen flights to Singapore starting around seven, 8,000. Singapore used to be two, 3,000 easy. You could fly there. And now post COVID, the prices have all rapidly gone up. And that's just if you're trying to fly within Southeast Asia or Asia. Now, if you look at what's going on for flights from Europe to Thailand and vice versa, again, they've all gone up 20%, I think at least. And we do need more competition. And with the amount of people coming here, it makes you wonder how these prices are being driven up like this. I mean, you think there'd be more flights going on and they'd be trying to attract more people by having slightly lower fares. I don't see there's any real reason to have these high fares as well. I, I'm not convinced about oil prices because oil prices have been dropping, dropping, dropping. So I'm not convinced about it. And I do think there's a little bit of overpricing by airlines here trying to recoup money from, you know, the pandemic and the years that they were closed and obviously the loans they've taken out to survive. But nevertheless, I think it is becoming more and more difficult to travel within Asia at the moment. And I'd love to know your opinion on it. Have you been traveling? Have you found the prices have increased? Again, I'd love to know your opinion down below in that comment section. And staying on the line of tourism, 5.6 million tourist arrivals so far this year. Thailand recorded 5.57 million foreign tourist arrivals from January to March 18th this year. That's according to the government spokesman. The vital and rapidly recovering tourism sector continues to support the economy while exports are weakening as global demand slows, analysis say. The finance minister echoed that view on Wednesday, saying that the economy is expected to expand by 3-4% to this year. Monetary and fiscal policies must work together to ensure growth and stability. The number of foreign tourist arrivals could reach 27 million this year, up from 11.15 million in 2022, he told a business seminar. As inflation is easing locally, there is no need for monetary policy and interest rates in Thailand to follow US moves, the minister said. Well, that's actually a good news. Consumer price inflation in February declined to 3.8% annually from 5.1% the month before. The direction of the Thai policy rate will not follow that of the US and it must ensure the economy can fully recover. The Bank of Thailand is expected to raise its key rate by a modest quarter percent to 1.75% at its next meeting on March 29th. So in general, we've had a bumper year in terms of tourism so far. That's, I mean, well, let's say 5.5, let's call it 6 million. I think post-COVID, with the country really only fully reopening last, I think it was July last year or so, I think this is really, really good news for Thailand. I think this year you could be looking at a huge, huge demand for Thailand. I think with, you know, the European, it's hard to know where the Europeans are in terms of traveling, but obviously countries like Russia, 
uh, are traveling here a lot more. And a, a lot of the reason, of course, is they can't travel to Europe or the USA. So they're having to look for alternative places. Now we're going to have the Chinese market ratcheted up come low season and then into next year. So I think Thailand is going to be seeing a huge boom in tourism and tourism numbers, which of course is always great for the Thai people because they're going to be able to make money and they're going to be able to earn a living. And as much as we complain about all different kinds of things, I think at the end of the day, we should also focus on that. That Thai citizen, the Thai people over the last couple of years have had a very rough time in terms of COVID and the tourism industry and, you know, owning hotels, working in hotels, trying to look after their families. They've had a tough time. So wherever the money is coming from, I don't think they're too bothered as long as they're earning money and they're putting food on the plate and they're supporting their families. And I think that has to be the main focus over the next couple of years. And moving along, Chinese return to Chanburi market. Chinese buyers have returned to the Chanburi property market following the lead of Russians after the reopening of China's borders earlier this year. Shanin Van Kanwan Si, chief executive of property developer Habitat Group, said demand for condos and villas in Chanburi from Chinese and Russian buyers has been strong since the beginning of this year. After the new year, property agents targeting Chinese and Russian buyers have returned as their buyers are coming back, he said. The most popular units are three-bedroom pool villas priced at about 10 million baht. According to the Real Estate Information Center, the absorption rate of single detached house priced 10 to 15 million baht was the highest in the fourth quarter of 2022 at 8.9%. The rate for those priced above 20 million baht was 6.1% and the rate for units priced above 15 to 20 million baht was 4.8%. Chambari was ranked second among provinces with the highest number of condo units transferred to foreign buyers with 3,567 units worth 10.2 billion baht in 2022 and that was following Bangkok. This represented a 49% increase in unit number and a 74% growth in value from 2021. Obviously, there's reasons for that. When 2,398 units worth 5.9 billion baht were transferred. These figures rebounded from a low of 22,061 units worth 5.3 billion baht in 2020. Chinese nationals accounted for the largest number of condo transfers each year over the past five years, with 1,207 units worth 3.5 billion baht and that's up 999 from the year before. The peak period was 2018 and 2019. And I think this just shows the open arms that will be extended, certainly in many parts of the country to the Chinese market, especially if you're looking to sell property. I see nothing wrong with it in, in many ways, as long as the rules and regulations are being followed with the amount that of these condos, how much can be owned by foreigners versus uh, Thai people, of course. But And then, of course, with this mass buying of property here in Thailand, there is a negative effect is that it drives up the price of units, which make it harder for Thai citizens to buy property because it's just too expensive for them. And I, I do think there needs to be some kind of a balance within all of this as well. But I'd love to know what you think about it. I, I assume we're going to be seeing probably a lot of Russians, a lot of Chinese living here in Thailand. That's probably going to, I think, change or shift the demographic that we've had in the past here in Thailand. And as maybe people who are not from China or Russia listening to the show, what do you think about that? Does it appeal to you? Does it not appeal? Do you care? I'd always love to know your opinion, as always, down below in the comment section. And finally, 36 people have been arrested in a call center scam preying on people in the US from Thailand. Five Indian nationals and 31 Thais have been arrested by Thai police, supported by American officials for alleged involvement in a call center scam network which preyed on American senior citizens in the United States. 
The gang has allegedly cheated more than 300 American senior citizens, many of them doctors, university professors and businessmen, out of over 3 billion baht. Police General Torasak Sukvimal, the Deputy National Police Chief, told a news conference today at the Royal Thai Police Headquarters. Representatives from the U.S. Secret Service and the FBI attached to the U.S. Embassy in Bangkok were also present at the news conference. The arrests of the suspects, mostly Thai women, were made in coordinated raids in Chambari, Rayong, Roy Et and Suratani province in a joint Thai-U.S. operation codenamed Shell Game. Police General Torsak said that the late, late last year, Thai police were approached by officials from the U.S. Secret Service, FBI and Justice Department to help investigate the call center gang run by Indian nationals, which had been preying on American citizens in the U.S. since 2000. Cybercrime Investigative Bureau Commissioner, Police General General Warawat, said that the gang had obtained personal information of its potential prey from the Americans and then by pretending to be U.S. officials would contact their victims to inform them that they were being investigated for alleged money laundering. They then demanded that they wire money into their mule accounts if they wanted to have the cases settled without further litigation. When the money was wired, it would be immediately withdrawn and given to the Indian masterminds who would then transfer the money to elsewhere to avoid detection. And it's pretty sad that people are targeting older people like that and kind of cheating them out of money. I always do wonder when you get these phone calls that don't sound right why you would transfer money but i do believe it happens i do believe people are tricked and maybe sometimes these people on the end of the phone are just good at what they're doing which is you know basically conning people and they just have a script and they're able to persuade people and i guess you call enough people and you perpetrate the scam over and over again eventually somebody will bite and you'll get the money from them but it's pretty sad but it's good that this has been stopped that the u.s and the thai authorities have been able to work together to put an end to it but of course when one of these scammers disappears 10 more will appear and the trick is i guess or the thing is that they just have to keep on top of it and try to put an end to it but nevertheless that's it now guys thanks for tuning in today not the longest show that we've done but you know we try to bring you a bit of news every other day and uh, keep you informed of what's going on in the country as again don't forget to like the video subscribe and share and i uh, will see you in the next couple of days thanks again for tuning in and stay safe but ultimately with this story or anything else that stood out to you today i'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below because yes this is a new show but it's also a conversation now keep that conversation going make sure you like this video subscribe to the channel share the video and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.